listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Morning, 6.47 and what do you know? More snow on the storm board this morning. In fact, the snow skate showing, well, preliminary reports, in fact, showing that we've had eight centimeters in the past 12 hours. But it looks, uh, yeah, like it's pushing over 10, let alone the fact it's still snowing. So uh, that means we've had 27 centimeters in the past 24 hours, but 71 in the past 48. Uh, yeah, Black Home's rocking a base of 111 centimeters at the Cat Skinner weather plot. And at Pig Alley, we're looking at a base of a, a meter 72 which uh, yeah uh, yeah you can uh, make your own observations from that difference but anyway uh, visibility is going to be variable today mainly cloudy for sure with some scattered flurries as well due to ease late this afternoon but you can see some temperatures or temperature change happening already uh, light winds today compared to especially to uh, a few days ago um, in mid-mountain anyway but the the wind direction seems to be changing it's more of an easterly than a southerly but having said that at the peak this morning around five there was uh yeah winds recorded at over 100 k's an hour so mm, interesting the wind uh equipment over at horseman still well the graph i'm looking at is saying that we still that this morning there's winds of 0.2 kilometers an hour hmm. uh yeah so that that graph's been kind of off the past couple of days but around the rendezvous we've got light winds and same at the roundhouse between sort of 15 and maybe even 40 k's an hour but the temperatures like i said have just started to kind of swing a bit as well you can see after yesterday in the alpine where it was minus 12 we're now looking at about minus 10 at the t- at the horseman hut as well as at the peak but yeah, like I said, oh, there we go. See, Max Wind uh, recently recorded about 86 Ks at the, the peak. So yesterday the peak cracked. Heard from a few people that got up there that the snow was fantastic, but visibility was not. So you had to know where you were going for sure. I did hear that the peak to creek was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, needed uh, well you needed a bit more pitch in spots because of the amount of snow but hey it was good to ski out all the way to the bottom so yeah the likelihood of the peak opening uh, well it'll take a while to crack let's put it that way but super exciting the uh, yeah 24 of our 27 lifts opened yesterday the only ones that didn't were Symphony along with Glacier Chair and the Showcase T-Bar. So, uh, yeah, we have 123 trails open right now. That's 45% of terrain. And that really helped yesterday, what with the huge queues on Saturday. Knew that was going to happen, like 40-plus centimetres. And uh, no way the Alpine was opening with those winds. So everybody was super concentrated, mid-mountain, and, yeah, the base the base lifts were huge. Look at that one from Creekside. Yeah, nuts. But Pig Alley temperatures are about minus eight right now but they're looking for the potential for a temperature of say minus five even in the alpine this afternoon Mm. 
The run of the day on Whistler is the saddle to down a peak. Uh, and we, the Whistler has 34 runs today. And then Blackcomb's uh, run of the day is Hughes Heaven a Cloud 9 with 38 runs groomed on Blackcomb. And uh, I, I don't know if you noticed or if I mentioned, but there has been a change in guest services hours in, in all three locations. So they're going to be open daily, Sunday to Thursday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay, new hours for for guest services. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, obviously a huge hazard this weekend was and still remains tree wild. So make sure you are like riding with people. It's all well and good saying no friends on a pow day. But uh, nah, you do want to make sure you're being a sight of people because hiking uphill in 70 something centimeters of fresh. Oh boy. Yeah, it takes you a long time. Uh, I think officially there is no mandatory download, which is super great. The ski out is good to go, which is what we really needed for all the holiday crowds. That would have been a disaster. But uh, more information for your day today um, that I was looking to give you, like I said, just slightly warmer temperatures. Expect them to rise during the day. So a little warmer than we've been experiencing the past few days, but the snowpack still that snow, sorry, still a really cold um, snow, which is going to be really light and fluffy, super good. But uh, the avalanche bulletin, uh, I thought it would have been high in Alpine today, but it's actually considerable. So dangerous avalanche, avalanche, I can't speak this morning, dangerous avalanche conditions in Alpine and treeline, but moderate below treeline. But that does mean that you have to pay attention to conditions that might change with exposure to wind. Obviously, huge winds on Friday night through Saturday mean a lot of like leeward terrain, north, north facing features have been loaded with snow. So those wind drifted features are going to be a lot more reactive and because of that buried weak layer uh, from the rain freeze crust we had like oh I guess it's coming up to two weeks ago now we've got to really make conservative terrain choices so do that I've already seen I saw imagery yesterday from um, from the Callahan country a big crown line there on a north facing aspect and the blank collective are actually filming up there at the minute so be super cautious uh, even inbounds because we haven't really skied or consolidated a lot of that snowpack in the Alpine at all, okay? I know, safety first. Don't mean to be preachy, but let's tell you about the valley weather. Looking for periods of snow throughout the day. Same applies for on the hill. A few more centimetres coming our way with maybe winds of like 15 k's an hour uh, in the valley today with a temperature of a steady near minus two, much like it was yesterday. It might feel colder though with that wind chill, maybe about minus seven. So do uh, anticipate that. Tonight, looking for a mainly cloudy night, a low of minus four and then minus two. It will be our high again tomorrow but hoping for or looking for uh, a mainly cloudy day tomorrow but a bit more sunshine to start breaking through the cloud bank come tomorrow Wednesday and Thursday more sunshine in the forecast ah the solstice isn't far away it's next Tuesday on the 21st but sunrise today is at three minutes past eight and it sets at 10 past four mm-hmm. I know that's but we'll be on the upswing road condition wise a few things you need to know uh today well apparently it took somebody three hours to get from Whistler to Squamish about 11 hours ago last night at around 6 p.m uh there was a lot of outgoing traffic uh, as anticipated for Sundays from here on out 
Yeah, or Mondays if there are bank holidays, but uh, stat holidays, I should say. But uh, yeah, real heavy snow around the canyon and in between Whistler and Squamish yesterday. Um, luckily, there, there was a reports of an accident, but everybody fine. Yeah, uh, people wondering as well how the 99 is this morning. Well, having a look at the webcams, you know, pretty pretty clear locally here in Whistler. Uh, side streets still definitely have some slick and compacted sections, so be super cautious there. Give ample room for braking, all that kind of jazz. But uh, Pemberton too has has snow on the roads by Portage Road there, and the plows will be getting hard at work in the next uh, little while here. But yeah, suburb here in Whistler are definitely like the usual culprits like Alpine Way yeah lots of snow still are remaining there and uh, well the more we come into intersections too the more it gets compacted right uh, but if you are looking to travel over the Duffy, some people asking what exactly constitutes essential travel on, and well, it's actually defined in the travel restrictions order. So you can check that online, but uh, checkpoints are definitely in place and those restrictions are being enforced. But today there was actually avalanche control work on the Duffy between 8am and 11am. It will be closed between 8 and 11. Heads up on that one. And yeah. Let's crack on with some local events. How about the fact uh, that you have just a couple days left? It ends tomorrow at uh, a local great store, actually, for Christmas gifts and knickknacks in Creekside at Get the Goods. They have, uh, well, letters for Santa, and uh, kids can drop off their letters in that beautiful cherry red post box uh, up until tomorrow and get a reply from Santa. So if you have kids, a great opportunity there to, uh, to receive some correspondence from the man himself um, yeah, that's uh, there. But uh, a few things from South Coast Touring to to update you on. Uh, there was a singing pass update from regular poster on there, Dan Wilson, saying that there were five trees down and one blown out crossing. So the top half of a singing pass is beautiful. And it usually is, you know, the top half. It's uh, when you get down <laughs> to the gauntlet past peak to peak that it gets spicy. But the third quarter is rocky and thin and the bottom uh, quarter was in great shape. So so that middle into, uh, middle section was really spicy, but around Oboe a Creek and uh, that bottom of Oboe, it needs about another 50 centimeters or more to ski. So uh, yeah, uh, really great to have that update from Dan Wilson, along with the fact there has been a bridge put in on the trail to Garibaldi Lake. That's reopened. So, uh, yeah, a new bridge over the washout there. Great to know because, of course, what with the Duffy being closed, we're all looking for more opportunities for touring, but therefore expect that, uh, yeah, they're all going to be concentrated with more people uh, for this winter. But... Uh, people asking if the road is plowed. Somebody saying seven hour goes, it was all right to drive to the parking on Saturday, but that was for an SUV. The last 30 meters was tough and the road wasn't plowed and it will be a lot harder now. Yeah. Wondering if they're going to get the funding this year to plow that again. We'll see. Um, coming up this week on the radar, uh, it's December 13th, but on December 15th, it's Dress Like Santa Day Uh huh. for the first, oh, is it uh, 100 people? Yeah, 100 people to arrive at the Whistler Village gondola dressed as Santa or Mrs. Claus. They get to go for free. 
a great opportunity if maybe you have an edge pass this year to get another free day. Uh, you know, now that 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 sort of free period up until December 9th is gone. Yeah, cool, hey? Uh, some more uh, events maybe to give you the heads up about for later on in the week. Or, in fact, a return of Amina and Friends, the, the puppet show that's very educational, coming from Arts Whistler and Maeve Belmore. So check out that online. Very, lots of YouTube videos about for kids as well. Um, with those puppets, Amina and Friends. Yeah, fur. What an accent, Maeve. Super fun. And I'll give you another heads up that Laugh Out Live is coming up this Thursday. December 16th, if you missed last week's debut, last week's opener of that comedy show from Arts Whistler. It's coming up this Thursday. A few things on Whistler Winter this morning, or, or rather over the weekend that caught my eye. Well, I've seen some people doing a polar bear dip, a Wim Hof at uh, Needle Lake. It's a super popular spot, but Buddy went for it out on uh, out on that bridge by Stinkies on the Stroll and Comore. Yeah, going for the rock that's been, I mean, it's been happening for a couple months now, but yeah. Hats off for thinking you were going to stomp that, uh, mate, but uh, yeah, (laughs) you didn't. Good giggle, though, there. Uh, Another little meme, when you ask your roomie to wake you up for first chair, and they actually do. If you've seen it, you understand, but it's true, right? You know, you're super keen the night before, but uh, that lack of sleep, it'll get you. But uh, another photo from some people skiing in their skis across the road in the upper village. Keeners, I tell you, it makes you cringe for sure. I mean, poor rental, local rental company to have that damage on it. Oh, so, uh, yeah, a little roundup of some local news over the weekend there, including the fact that there's a new uh, ability uh, with the with the Whistler municipality to actually report any super icy sections on the Valley Trail to, you know, make, if they need extra attention, you can actually report this now on the, yeah, the Muni's website. So look into that. It's super interesting. You know, any other bylaw infractions, you can report them. That's a bit kind of, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, about it but uh anyway that's uh that's available online now maybe if there's a bad section of the valley trail near your house super slippery that kind of thing you can get it uh make a report uh the fitness center there's a few closures throughout uh the remainder of the month and into January due to some uh, high school programming. And one of those closures is this Wednesday on December 15th. The pool and facility entirely is going to be closed between 10.30 and 11.30 this Wednesday. Just a heads up there for you. And I'll let you know a couple things. How about the fact that Locals Night, that's right, the Locals Wednesdays at Whistler Olympic Park for cross-country skiing or snowshoeing is back this Wednesday. The price has gone up from $7 to $8 for entry and $8 rentals. Uh, it doesn't mention here uh, about uh, if they're doing an $8 meal, which is what used to happen, a corresponding price for food. But it does say delicious food and beverage deals from Whistler Cooks who do the catering there at the Day Lodge. So maybe don't accept the sa- expect the same pricing. Things have been tough, right? So uh, yeah, definitely uh, yeah, uh, plan accordingly and expect that. But it'll be beautiful with all this fresh snow out there. I know Lindsay Atoya has been loving being back in that happy place there. And there's another thing that's coming back as well. We're just four days away from the first public bobsleigh experience taking off at the Whistler Sliding Centre. If you've never done it, oh man, is it 
quite a thrill. A great recommendation for people visiting too, you know, like, uh, oh, maybe they're not big skiers or snowboarders, but you can go down. Yeah, I think it's the world's fastest track. Yeah, I mean, yeah, something amazing to try out. Maybe, though, you were out at Coastman in Beer last night. Uh, I'd missed this on Friday in the episode, but there was a flash sale of Chili Tom's artwork. Yeah, from uh, the Chili Tom studio yesterday at Coastman and Brewing. A great opportunity to pick up some beautiful artwork uh, from a much-loved local artist. Uh, sadly passed. I, I think it was the anniversary, wasn't it, last week? Yeah, five years. So for all that knew Chile, very sorry to bring that up. Um, but I hope, I know you cherish all the memories you have of him anyway. What a legend. So I hope you picked up artwork yesterday at Coast Mountain Brewing. Speaking of some legends, a few people had birthdays over the weekend and I missed them, didn't I? Uh, yeah, very sorry that I missed wishing Baldrick's dad, Mr. Fry's, a happy birthday on Friday. Heard he had a wicked day though, but a few people uh, had their birthdays over the weekend, including uh, pro skier Chad Sayers, who joined us for in the local lounge just a couple weeks ago. Happy birthday to you, Chad. I hope you, well, well I know you must have been after it yesterday and had some great runs. Alvaro Munez. Santos, his birthday was on December 11th. His brothers are still in town, but he's moved out to Revy. Uh, Cato Pulleyblank's birthday was also on Saturday, along with, well, Dave Dave is no longer in town, but I know a few ski instructors who will still, uh, still remember him. Yeah. Uh, so happy birthday to all of those people from the weekend, but also Terry, Terrence O.D., who's now moved out to Ontario too for all that new Terry as well. We worked together at the conference center for years, but hope you're having a great day, bud. Mm -hmm. uh, some pretty cool facts from uh, this day brought to you by Stinkies on the Stroll, a colonial one here, actually from 1642, though, where Dutch explorer Abel Tasman sighted the South Island of present-day New Zealand, Aotearoa, um, which he initially called Statenland, and then he changed it a year later to, to to Neu Zealand, like slightly different, very Dutch spelling. But yeah, this day in 1642. There's more to that story you should really look up online. But anyway, uh, a thing from uh, the Beatles here on this day in 1961, they signed a formal agreement to uh, like a record contract and to be managed by Brian Epstein. Oh, yep, this day in 1961. It's also Tom DeLonge's birthday from Blink-182 uh, on Taylor Swift's birthday. She's born on this day in, in 89. Uh, Francis C. Peace's Interferometer. Mm-hmm. I think I said that right. At Mount Wilson Observatory was the first to measure the diameter of a star, and that was Betelgeuse. And if you've ever looked up how big Betelgeuse is, it'll blow your mind. But that happened on this day in 1920. In 1975, Patti Smith released her debut studio album, Horses. Hugely influential album on, uh, yeah, the punk rock movement. But Patti Smith, yeah, debuted uh, Horses on this day in 1975. There's a fact here about Teletubbies that I'm not going to repeat because no one needs that song in their heads if you're English, you know. Uh, in 2003, Lauren Hill was performing in uh, a Christmas show in Vatican City and launched a blistering attack on the Catholic Church, use, uh, like urging religious figures to repent. And this was while speaking yeah, on, a, on, a, on stage, which was regularly used by the Pope. Uh, yeah, 
uh, this day in 2003. Uh, Lauren Hill being outspoken, of course. And in 2008, though, Dizzy Waskell, yeah, bruv, he was arrested actually in southeast London uh, following an incident involving a baseball bat. Yeah, this was uh, apparently because he approached another motorist after a bit of road rage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that was near Seven Oaks. Yeah, Dizzy Waskell, you know, his real name is Dylan Mills. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so some wicked facts for you there. Thank you, Stinkies on the Stroll, for always bringing us those daily. And, uh, you know, I found... Let me bring this up. I found a lovely little note yesterday on Whistle Winter that I couldn't find this morning, but I took a screenshot. A great example of uh, somebody, yeah, like who could just send in a nomination for Be Vocal about a local, you know? Where was it? Chanel Greenlaw. Yeah, she said, thank you to the kind stranger that fixed my license plate today in the underground whilst I was working. It's been an ongoing to do and I can't tell you how much I appreciate the random act of kindness. Thank you. Chanel, we want to know who that person is. Like anybody, yeah, to you listening, if there's a story like that or anything of a random act of kindness or just people going above and beyond, we want to hear their stories. Send them in to thewhistlepulse at gmail.com and nominate them. They can get some awesome prizing uh, for every month throughout the winter. And we've got swag from Stinkies on the Stroll this month along with delicious beer from Coast Mountain Brewing. So send in your nominations. Yeah. And I'll give you a joke and a track of the day because... What's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the ordinary alphabet? The Christmas alphabet has no L. Whee! Um, a track of the day, though, is actually one that I popped in the playlist from Ski Tour, local band Ski Tour. They released their track, We Belong, oh, when was it? November November 18th? Yeah, they released that track. But Ski Tour actually posted just six days ago. They said uh, they've actually written to Bonnie Henry and our local MLA to ask when dancing will be allowed again in BC, but haven't had a response. But they're cancelling all of their BC dates for the foreseeable future. It's obviously breaks their hearts to do that, but they can't keep postponing shows. And uh, if you did purchase a ticket, no worries, you'll be fully refunded, but they'll get shows going again as soon as the BC government allows dancing. And I hear you, uh, Ski Tour. I mean, I've booked tickets as well for a band in uh, on March 1st, and it's going to be super weird. What are we going to do? Are we gonna, all going to be sitting down? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as the only province, BC, that is, to ban dancing and yet allow concerts with 17,000 people, or, you know, hockey games shoulder to shoulder without masks or, or you know, like eating. That's uh, something they find very frustrating and they encourage people to get in touch with their local MLA as well. Anyway, so Ski Tour, loving the track, great release, We Belong. Give it a fire up today and whilst you're skiing, it'll make you go faster, maybe. But enjoy those freshies. I'll see you up there. <laughs> Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.